again, did I just walk in the door? Did I do any tech setup? No, I just formatted my SD card, went, okay, great, let's do this. Bing, bang, boom, bibbity boppity boop. Here we are, not knowing what the uh, internet sitch is. Yeah. You know, well, speaking of which, I thought we were supposed to have Natalie on the show this week, but that didn't happen, huh? Some people forget to do things. <laughs> Some people forget to ask people, hey, can you do this? Um because I have some que- I have some questions about things in the world, and I would like them a- answered by someone who might know. What is an art NFT? What the fuck oh, is I'm, this? Do you know I'm anything so about this? I'm so glad you brought this up because I did actually do some looking into this over the course of the past week. How did Grimes make five million dollars on a fucking metal thing with angel babies floating around? I-, I don't understand what it is, and I don't like it, and it's stupid. So. I've known about NFTs for a while, not by that name, but because of my old job at Bitforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bitforms Gallery. Oh, say their names. All the, right. Ooh, all the right. No bleeping. The proprietor no. there have been uh, on this tip for many years, claiming that it was going to be like the next big thing in certification. Um, so let me back up and just explain to you what an NFT is. What is, what, is, what is the thing? NFT stands for non-fungible token. So basically, it's a unique cryptocurrency. You could think of it that way. It's like a Bitcoin or it's like an Ethereum, except it's a completely unique signature. So you can't trade it. You can't okay. alter it. You can't change it. It's a yeah. unique blockchain. Aren't all blockchains unique? Uh, no. Well, like, you know, the every time a Bitcoin gets transacted, it alters that blockchain. And yeah. leaves a record in the blockchain of what happened to it, of whether it was bought or sold uh-huh. and who bought or sold it, right? These non-fungible tokens, they don't do that. Nothing happens. It's just created as an algorithm, and then it's unalterable. This is my understanding of it, which I'm probably being over-general about, because I don't really understand blockchain anyway. But you could just think about it as an immutable Bitcoin. Okay. You say the words, and they still mean nothing. I know to me I'm probably not doing a good job at explaining it, but I, this is like anytime someone, because like in you know in my days in finance, when people would talk, the bros would talk about like, yeah, we're doing this crypto, we're doing a blockchain company, and I, my eyes would just glaze over, and I'd be like, I need another gin tonic. I'll step away. Have a great night. Like you know, I don't know. The clearest way for me to think about a blockchain is just think about it as a ledger. As if, you know, you're familiar, you just got out of work, you uh, have to close down a cash register at the end of the day, right? And uh-huh. you count up all the monies in there, and you go through individual transactions in your POS system, or you could if you wanted to, right? If I was insane, yeah. if yeah. you were insane and wanted to go through all those. Well, a Bitcoin or a blockchain is just that, but it's also the currency. So it's every transaction that you did throughout the day collapsed into the entity of exchange right Uh uh-huh okay and now the nft this is this is where i start to break from reality and don't understand why this is particularly valuable it's the same thing but there's no transaction history because there's only one transaction it's creation but then people are buying shares of it really are people doing that now that see i don't know about any of this now yeah, I think like you can. My like... understanding was people were selling them as artwork. When yes. m- when w- my original understanding of them was that they were supposed to sub for the certificate of authenticity of an artwork. Basically, you would attach an NFT to mostly 
works in digital form, but you could ostensibly do it with anything, and it would act as a certificate of authenticity in the future. But I think what people are doing, or maybe in the Grimes case, it's like uh, people, you know, instead of buying a print or whatever, there's just the one thing, and you own your your edition is your share. Oh, I see. Your share of the NFT, rather than having one out of 30 in the form of a print, yes. you have, you know, number one out of 30 in the form of your digital asset who the fuck i don't really knows? get it man. i really don't i shouldn't have even tried to explain it i'm embarrassed now i don't think there's anything to be embarrassed about because i i find it very um it's goofy i don't want to call it stupid because i don't understand what it is so i i'm, I'm the dumb one however it just it's that same kind of thing of like do you remember masterpiece no the, the trading thing of masterpiece where you could buy a share of a warhol Oh, sure. Yeah, there's a couple of these floating around still, these types of services. Yeah. Where it's like, we bought one, now you can buy into it, you can own a Warhol. And it's like, no, you're not. You you own parts of the sign of money of what a Warhol is. You have no ownership over the object. The object is in storage. It's in a free port for reasons. And you just get to say that you, if it ever was sold, I don't know who decides to sell it. If it's like a shareholder kind of decision, you get money based on your buy-in. And I'm like, oh, this is this is just gambling. It's all just gambling. Yeah, that's exactly how that works. As far as I know. Speaking as someone who doesn't really know. That I that I know a little more about because I'm like, oh, an object. A physical thing that then you share. Okay. And now I think the NFTs are just like, no, there's no physical thing. It's just a, a JPEG. And I'm like... Okay. Yeah, it's just well, a digital thing, not a physical thing. But it, but you do understand it because it works exactly as you described with the Warhol. But instead of a Warhol, it's a Bitcoin. Basically, think about it that it's way. Fra- it's fractional yeah. shares. Yes. Yeah, I guess I, I, I've just seen this all over Instagram, and I don't know, I don't know why and when it got so popular. You know, like the last week or two, it's all over the place in memes. But can you explain the Grimes thing to me? What is this? She made a thing. It looks like a one of those silver uh, totems that was popping up all over the place, but then it's like in a like Katy Perry album cover, like pink and clouds and shit, and that's it. Okay, and it's a digital image, and it made a lot of money. Yeah, it's just a digital huh. image. Hold on, I will I will send it to yeah, you. Yeah, right we really now. need to. It's not. We good. really need to get um, um young Natalie on the line at some point and have this explained more more clearly because we, we old you know we old also i think it's just another grift like i don't know like i don't think it's like i, I don't know it's so bad oh fuck i hate it so much <sighs> it just makes me angry okay check your phone it's so it hmm, it looks like a glossier ad and that makes me you know that makes me feel certain ways about stuff, but like, also, who the fuck cares if it, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's. it's I don't know. It, I don't, it has no value as an artwork. It has no yeah, aesthetic it, value. It really right? doesn't. No. It looks like that thing people do where they find an image and then they put emojis over it with like using yeah. Instagram, you know, and this looks like cherub emoji and pig emoji over image of the John Mc, fake John McCracken. Yeah. Yeah. And my thing is that it has zero aesthetic value, right? Right. It doesn't have any. Because it can't exist in the real world for you to, you know, and 
don't come for me and say that like a digital thing has to exist in the real world. Well, I'm old and I I like things. I'm a you know sure hardcore materialist over here. So I like I like the world of stuff. But if I have to open my computer and be look at stupid cherubs and shit and be like, the fuck is that for? It's not for goddamn anything. I mean, I'm not opposed to the idea that art can exist in a totally digital form that you don't need to like make it into a painting or a print or something. It's just that that particular image is worthless. You know? But then I'm it's open also, to the idea not- that there could be such a thing as a fully uh you know, fully bidded artwork, but not that one. I'm fine. And same, yeah. same. But also, I don't think that you should just immediately go, here's my thing up for shares. And you're like, what? So now the 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 veil of any sort of cultural standing is just like out the fucking window. We're like, no, just buy the shares. Who gives a shit? Woo! Like, and it takes the like guise off of any sort of judgment or taste to the thing of just like, no, we're now just valuing it on its cash, cash money, dull hairs value. Yeah, that's... You know, I guess you're what you're saying is that that is in poor taste, but that's kind of how regular art works too. You know, I know, but we don't. Talk <laughs> <Yeah. about it. laughs> what people are really buying in this case is a fractional share of Grimes, of the Which, Grimes brand. You know, the the Grimes Musk hybrid brand. And you know what? I'm not. I don't want her to be my tech overlord. S. Like I'm not here for that. She's Canadian. Yeah. Do you really think that relationship's going to no. last? I don't. Oh yeah, they're two freaks. It's perfect. I guess maybe. Did you see the meme going around of uh, this is the face he makes when he wants uh, cuddles or sex? And it's ugly Elon Musk reaching into Grimes' hand. I don't know any of the words (laughs) that you just said. So no, but I can imagine it and I hate it. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I hate people. I I don't know. My understanding of it, I'm a little confused though. Because I I thought that NFTs were more complicated than just making a JPEG and selling shares. So did uh, I. But apparently not. Okay. Apparently, we who should gives make a fuck? one. Like, we should I know... figure it out. If it's not that complicated, we should have a Green and Lewis NFT. Green coin. <laughs> Is it bottle caps from, you know, Brooklyn Loggers or something? <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh, no, it's corks. It's a bunch of corks. Yes. Cork, Cork coin. coin. Brought to you by Green and Lewis. But we'll do that thing of we'll send you a, a, a you know a cork from a bottle as your souvenir, your gift with purchase. Oh wow, we that's not the yeah. art. That's not the art. It's just the gift with purchase. No, the art is just it a is picture the tote bag. Of the <laughs> cork. <laughs> yeah, the art is the picture of the coin of the um you know red wine soaked cork. But um no, I don't. I don't understand. I mean, like someone did a charcoal drawing and was like you know took a photo and was like this is my nft i'm like what the fuck who cares that's literally just a jpeg that wasn't even created in the digital space you're just like here here you go again i know i'm repeating myself but i can't help it like i really thought that you had to have some sort of i don't know i thought there had to be an algorithm or something attached to your digital image to make it unique i didn't think you could just proclaim that something was an nft and start having people venmo you you know Mm. I'm pretty sure there's more to it than just saying it's an NFT. Because NFT actually means something at the end of the day. Non-fungible token. If it's not, yeah, if but it is fungible and be... it's not a token, then it's not an NFT. But like the the PNG for the token can be the art. 
what is the png of the nft like the png image for the for the file you know like you know what there's too many three letter the signature the the, you know like on an email signature it's like always like png like maybe i don't know I don't know anything. I feel like we should get off this topic because neither of us know what we're talking about at all. It's yeah. really confusing. And that's on brand here at Green and Lewis. Thank you so much for listening. Um, 12 minutes in, <laughs> got the name in. There we go. Wait, you've um, only been recording for 12 minutes? Yeah. That's not good. I've been recording for 15. I wasn't recording the, you know, the, the pre-banter before the clapping and all the, like, when I was counting down. Oh, I wasn't really either. I thought I hit it around the same time as you. <laughs> it's 15. Oh, okay. I can't read. I saw the angle. I you had know. me really worried there. I was like, we're going to have three minutes out of sync. I looked over and I was like, that's a round number. That looks like a oh, two. Well. Attention detail out the window right now. Yeah. I was attention to detail all day. And now I'm like, I'm going to fuck. Um, um, well, listen, do you want to try and do this list that we were sent last week? Oh, I suppose we could try and get through. I, I glanced at it again today. Um, cause I was like, did, did we send any memes back and forth in the last week? No. Did we communicate at all? No. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. The list is still here then. It's not buried by like bleak, dark-sided memes of 9-11. Um, where are we looking? Okay. Oh, I mean, I mean the first one, shout out to Leo. Thank you for the, who, who, yeah, Leo yeah, sent this, right? right? Uh, shout outs um the first one i mean why oh don't boy. you read it Ooh. why don't you be the reader of ted cruz with bra- uh, tre- ted cruz with braids i'm assuming there that leo's referring to the the meme image that was made of ted ted cruz with cornrows not just yeah. a hypothetical I mean, goes to jamaica what once. if <laughs> no i i think it has to be the actual yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> i mean i mean i like it he kind of looks like um Remember that white rapper that 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 movie Spring Breakers was based on? Oh, what was his riff name? Riff Raff. Ted yes. Cruz had it, solid Riff Raff vibes going on. Like fat Riff fat yes. Riff Raff, yes. I mean, Riff Raff probably looks like that now. I'm not even going to lie. Are, have we ever seen them in the same room? Oh, you're saying it's possible that Ted Cruz, as well as being the Zodiac Killer, could also be Riff Raff. He's a shapeshifter. He's not a real human. Oh, I was going to say, that's a lot of face tattoos to cover up. Yeah. Maybe he just has a really long cover stay, you know, color stay covering foundation. We don't mm. know. That doesn't look like a man who puts on makeup. Who am I <laughs> kidding? Ugh. All right. Have we exhausted that or do we want... I mean, that's the one that, like, that spiked and then it's just like, don't know, I don't want to think about Ted Cruz right now. Um, I don't know anything about Elon Musk Twitter to, to speculate, so that's on you. Okay, when you're reading the list, it's important to be clear. The prompt is Elon Musk's Twitter, correct? Yes. <laughs> okay. Correct. Um, the the only the only thing I really know about Elon Musk's Twitter is that whenever he tweets about financial stuff, he makes the value of things go up and down. Yeah, he is doing market manipulations and then gets fined by the SEC every he's fucking time. He's capable. He got fined only once, I think, but he's capable of market manipulation by a mere tweet. He was fined twice. You're saying? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's all. I mean, why why doesn't his Twitter get suspended? I don't know. He's not inciting violence. He's just inciting stonks. Yeah, he's just inciting stonks, which until recently wasn't frowned upon. Remember when Martha Stewart went to jail? Oh, yeah. And that w- 
Why is why isn't Elon Musk in jail for this? I don't know. That's a good question. I I think Martha Stewart's transgression was relatively minor too. Oh, super minor. She also wouldn't snitch. That was part of her thing. That's pretty cool. Mad respect. Yeah, yeah. Martha Stewart is a. She keeps it tight. You know, I mean, by the same token, shouldn't Nancy Pelosi be in jail and like a bunch of other Congress people that all sold off all their? <sighs> are stomps? you a lock her up person now? Is this who you are? <laughs> For Nancy Pelosi, yeah, absolutely I am. Oh, yes. Oh, boy. But anyway, yeah, I don't know much about Elon Musk's Twitter. I just know he changed his bio to Bitcoin and it made Bitcoin go up. Stuff like that. <sighs> I I have this sneaking suspicion that Elon Musk is a supremely boring person at his core. Um, Yeah, I think that's kind of true. I mean, he's not a great interview. I've listened to two entire Joe Rogan podcasts that were interviews of Elon Musk. That were, what, 27 hours long? Yeah, that were like 27 and a half hours long. And I do have to say that if the subject matter he was dealing with wasn't so interesting, he himself would be very boring. Like, you know, because he goes to space and shit. So that stuff is cool. But he is not cool. And his way of explaining it is boring. But that's the same, like, dreams and thoughts of a seven-year-old boy who wants to be a fucking astronaut. You know, a 42-year-old, you know, dude. I just want to go to space. Okay. Like, what kind of, like, man-child are you? Like, you're dating a, you know, your baby mama is a Canadian with a lisp. I don't want to hear from you. (laughs) You have no taste. Again, people with no taste don't want to hear about you. Well, yeah. I mean, if he wasn't... If he wasn't rich, no one would take a second look at Elon Musk. Yeah. The problem is he's worse than a seven-year-old child because he is such a nerd that his explanations of all of his cool stuff are too technical at the same time. So he's not like... Well, because he likes the technical stuff because that makes him seem interesting. Yes, exactly right. Yeah, that's the bullshit smoke and mirrors of it all. And you're like, explain to me how it works. How did you come up with this you know, design or whatever? like well i paid someone yeah he did actually that's really funny though you're making me remember on one of the last episodes of rogan that he was on he was asked about like the first the first tesla car i think and he was like oh yeah we just ripped off like a lamborghini and then figured out that that was really hard so i hired a good designer and he made it better (laughs) i mean you know what like Shout out for like doing something with the money of going. I don't have any taste. I'll I'll pay someone. I'll underpay someone to do it. Yeah. I mean. So that's that. Fuck people. Okay. Um, Andrew Yang for mayor. I'm really curious. I think we've talked about this a couple of times already. I'm all for it, and I think Andrew Yang's going to win for sure. But I'm more curious. No fucking way. You don't think so? Who's going to beat him? I have a sneaking suspicion the weird Guido from Staten Island is going to, like, roast his Who's ass. Who's that? I don't know. There's, like, some burly Italian from... Really? A borough, yeah, on the Republican side. And I feel like something about that, like, the working class of that is going to be more attractive to people than an Andrew Yang. That's fascinating to me. I wonder if you're right. I wonder if it'll be like a Biden situation, you know, where Andrew, like a Biden Bernie thing, where like Andrew Yang seems like the clear winner and the and the early front runner, and then it turns out that the silent majority is not with him, and then the Guido from Staten Island wins on the back of like rich people in New York who probably don't want Yang, 
and uh like bay ridge people who think the republican guy is cool yeah i i also have this thing of like anyone who would vote for andrew yang doesn't live in the city anymore hmm I don't know if that's true. I mean, I think Andrew Yang will win all the young people, but he'll have the same problem that everyone that relies on young people have, which is they don't vote. Duh. And, like, imagine Andrew Yang campaigning in, like, East New York. Yeah. That's not going to no, go great. No, that's true. That's true. Or, like, or even in Bay Ridge. Also not going to go great. Right. You're right. There's a lot of, you know, in in the culture of, you know let's just be real racism like there will be deep-seated mistrust from different communities but also like who's this guy who doesn't actually live here who said like oh i could never raise a family with my two kids in new york are you fucking kidding me i gotta leave the city for that it's like then fuck you you don't even know you know what i think you're onto something will much like there's a rural urban divide in the country at large in new york city there'll be like a mm, lower manhattan slash brooklyn divide with the outer boroughs right like ain't oh, nobody yeah. in the bronx voting for andrew yang ain't nobody in bay ridge doing that south brooklyn's off the table most of queens probably Queen... no most of queens would be like we don't trust this caucasian looking motherfucker yeah. no what is he trying why is he why is he trying to be so white oh yeah i don't think that all the chinese immigrants in flushing would vote for andrew yang just for asian representation no. or whatever no he's a nerd no fuck no yeah I think him being a nerd is the biggest problem here. Unless he truly, well, yes. And unless he was like, all right, money for everybody, then everybody's on board. That's the only way. If it's just like cash dollars, that's the only way. Right. And he's not really running on that. Like he's kind of running on nothing but being a meme already. You know? I ran for president and failed. I can run your city. And it's like, no. You have to do something. What did you do? Did you even do anything before you ran for president? No. Where's your media empire? I don't even know what Rudy Giuliani did, so who knows. But, like, and what did de Blasio do? I have no idea what de Blasio's background in is in other than that he l- lied about what his name is. What banana peel of life did he slip and accidentally get elected fucking mayor? Who knows? I mean, I don't know. They're... People are probably just involved in the New York political machine, like on a local and state level where it's not that visible. I guess, you know? yeah. Yeah. But so anyway, I don't know. I wish Andrew Yang the best, but now you're making me think he's not going to win. I thought for sure he was a shoe in just based on like the Reddit vote alone. Yeah, maybe Miranda will run for city mayor. Cynthia Nixon? I'll vote for her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah she should set her sights lower, not go for the governor, go for mayor. Actually, though... With Cuomo and all of his troubles now, maybe maybe Cynthia Nixon has a better shot in the future. Mm. Ooh, potentially. Yeah, he you know he's mean and gets grabby. Mm. Sounds seems accurate. Yeah, it says it says a lot, right? That the sexual harassment story kind of took over from the other more important story that he got of a bunch of people. people killed and then covered it up for six months. <laughs> and it's like, well, he touched me. Well. Other people did touching in the nursing homes, and then... Uh, like, hey, look, that's pretty bad, but I would say that thousands of lives is worse. I don't know, but that's just me. <sighs> I am glad to see Cuomo eating shit, though, because there was nothing I hated more than people fawning over him, you know, a year ago. I hope his book deal is off the table. His How to Handle a Pandemic book deal. Didn't that already get published? 
I believe that that no. really. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Well, no. good, yeah. No, he would have had been writing it while it was happening. That'd be insane. Yeah, I thought he did, dude. And I thought it already came out. I could be wrong about that, but. No. I No, I think you're wildly uh, All right. incorrect. All right, Rush Limbaugh. Uh, I wanted to ask you about this one, because did you grow up hearing Rush Limbaugh at all? In the car, no. around the house? No. Mm-mm. I didn't really either. My uh, uncle, who I always argue with in my head, is a big Rush guy. So I'm. Re- yeah, my I think my Republican uncle with the Trump sign would listen to it. Like if he picked me up from school one day for some reason, mm-hmm. I'd be like, "What the fuck?" But no, that was not a thing because he would just listen to AM radio. So it was mostly sports, and then the news would sneak in. Right. Yeah. No. So. But no. I, I don't know. I think of Rush Limbaugh as the guy that uh, boomers, boomer Republicans listen to him. I mean, he's the original like. He's the original podcaster in a way. Oh, that's true. I mean, he had I mean, he had the neon sign. Yeah. He had all the aesthetics of podcasting, shouting alone in a room. Yeah. Uh I mean, I'm not saying he's a good person or whatever, but I do respect anybody that can sit in front of a microphone and just solo talk for hours every day. That's really hard. It's also delusional. Yeah, it's crazy. The narcissism level is so high that like I, I don't know. Well, and he was a... I mean, I guess you're talking to a producer. It's not like Stern, where it's like a lot of people. No. Like, Howard Stern is the original Town. Oh, yeah. For sure. But, I don't know. Marshall Limbaugh, I have, I'm like, I don't know. Did he affect people? I don't know. A, a le- apparently... Well, he affected a lot of stuff, and a lot of, you know, he, he radicalized a lot of conservatives to be more batshit than they otherwise would have been. I mean, I think he was a piece of shit and a bad person. It really does seem that way. He died of lung oh, cancer, yeah, and he went to his grave proclaiming that tobacco had no connection. So, well, you know, I don't know. He seemed to just ride the winds of whatever he was supposed to believe at whatever moment uh, to inflame his audience to the greatest degree possible. Again, someone who also stands for nothing. Yeah, at the end of the day, yeah. Like, no, no center other than wanting attention. Right. But to do it, but to do it through um, vitriol, vitriol is is pretty odd. fucked up and bad. Yeah, so I would say Rush Limbaugh, th- thumbs down, good riddance. I mean, what kind of casket do you buy for a fat ass? I know they make the extra wides, but damn. Mm. Maybe one of those lead lined ones that they used for the workers at Chernobyl. <laughs> Just to keep the hate, like you're like, oh well, the you know the malice can't seep out of the. Uh, the casket we have to hermetically seal it and make sure that we bury it you know 36 feet yeah that much decaying grease in the cemetery might cause problems with the neighboring graves oh the water supply you got an aaron brockovich problem (laughs) like on your hands in about 12 years shit uh daft punk oh yeah daft punk broke up or stopped being a thing i think they just sort of retired is that right is that your understanding i don't know who knows how old they were i don't know they're pretty old, I think. Their first album came out some point in the nineties, so they're yeah, aging. So Frenchmen. they're like in their. 50s. I would say they're probably in their fifties. You know, uh, I liked da- Daft Punk's last album. When I learned that they retired, I looked and didn't realize that they've only put out like four albums lifetime. I was like, oh, everybody's heard every Daft Punk song, I guess. There's like yeah. no deep cuts. I didn't, I, you know, I had no idea that 
they really didn't make that much stuff. Do DJs need albums, though? They need groups of people. You know? Yeah. I know what you mean. I don't think you necessarily need, like... Because if you go to a Daft Punk show, are you going to be able to fly in all the people singing on the, the tracks and shit? No. No, that's why DJ shows are just more about the lights and stuff. They're big spectacles. Because at the end of the day, Daft Punk's just yeah. there in their mask, like, hitting spacebar on the MacBook and then dancing around, probably. Or not. They're just wearing their robot helmets, just going, mm-hmm. mm-ta, mm-ta, mm-ta. and you're like, okay. <sighs> What is this? So, I mean, the retirement time sounds great. They're like, I don't know. I don't, I'm old, I'm French. I don't want to deal with this bullshit anymore. Like, I I, I can't wait for the people to be able to congregate. I just want to uh, smoke a cigarette and have a croissant. Yeah. Hey, more power to them. That that sounds great. So do I. Sounds lovely. Mm hmm. Mm Gotta unlock my phone. ASMR robot repair? I don't know what this is. I don't know what it is either. I think we're going to have to skip it. Pass. Butt jewelry for cats. Twinkle tush. Okay. I looked this one up before we got on the mic tonight because I was like, what does this mean? You know? Like, when you say butt jewelry for cats, it's like, okay, but exactly what are we talking about here? And... Is it like a a, a, a bajazzle? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a large jewel that covers the cat's butthole so that you don't have to look at it. How do they shit? I don't know. I didn't look into the... Mech- you stick it on until they go and then it pops off? Like, it's a Lee press-on it, nail for a hole? It might be hung on the cat's tail just so, so oh. that it can, like, lift up uh, when defecation is necessary. That would be disgusting, I, I don't know. Though. No matter what, it looks disgusting. And I'll tell you what's even worse is that it looks almost identical to a lot of human butt plugs. Well, that's the next item, which I think, like, that I've seen before. And I'm like, yeah, you put a little, like, like a crystal on the base of a butt plug and you Yeah, that's fair. In. that's fairly common because a butt plug needs a stopper. And, you know, why not have it be fancy? Because stupid. I don't know. Whatever. I, all I'm saying is that, like, you know, I've never seen one in real life. I've seen it in pornography plenty. But seeing the same thing on a cat... That's not thats not something you want to seem that things can get under. Um, but on a cat, also grow... Like, why are you putting a... Bu- Do cats have prostates? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. Are you interested in trying to stimulate it or something? Who cares? I'm not trying to fuck a cat. <laughs> I'm, I just, like, why would you... Again, like, if, it, if it's that... If it's a, if it's you know a scaled down thing, why would you do that to a cat? That seems like the cat's gonna or, or kill why you. Why would you? Why would you even make the simulated image of something that's so similar to something typically sexual, and put it on an animal? I didn't like it at all. I mean, people, people be fucked up with cats. I don't know. I guess there are furries. So, I mean, furries are not cat fuckers. They kind of are. They just dress like them. Yeah, but those are other people in cat costumes. That's I like, know, you know, but it's because they know they can't get away with what they actually want to do. That's my suspicion. I mean, you don't. I. I hope that's not the case. Uh. Oh. Who knows? So all I'll say about the cat butt jewelry is I didn't like it because it was too similar to human butt jewelry, and human butt jewelry. It's like okay. I mean, whatever you want to do, that's fine. I mean. 
so the next topic is but jewelry for humans so let's i mean i don't know i it should not be a accessory i don't know well it's not something to flaunt publicly i guess there are people who pop one in and then go about their day yeah well yeah that's true and i'm like how can you but nobody else knows they're doing that unless they're wearing tight pants well i mean they would have to be pretty tight pants dude they'd have to be up your butt crack Mm -mm. yeah dude yes your cheeks close around the plug it's not visible in Again, the fabric like a, of a pant. Wearing like a running, you know, like a tight thing. There'd be a lump. There'd be a slight lump for the flared face. I don't base. know. I don't know. Maybe there would be. I heard about it Have on a podcast. Have you seen this before? Okay. All right. So somebody has seen this in the wild before because I never have. No, someone did this in the wild. Like went to Whole Foods with a butt plug oh. in. And was self-conscious because they're like, I think it's visible. Oh, God. I'm like, yeah, then why did you go out like that? Like if you're self-conscious about it, you're like, I wanna I wanna ride the I wanna ride the ride, but also like self-conscious. Like, I don't know. Also, how are you gonna sit in a car in traffic for like forty five minutes? I mean, oh you hit a speed bump and you're like, huh Yeah, see I had heard that this was done sort of for other people. Like at Folsom, yes. At Folsom? What does that mean? Okay, so Folsom Street Fair is like a leather bdsm thing oh sure happens in san francisco happens in new york around pride where like all the leather comes out people are peeing on each other you're like oh my god avoid the west village i can't hide the children this is not the that is not the sense that i meant it in i didn't mean that the uh apparatus is visible publicly like that i meant that sometimes people will put the butt plug in and then send a picture or something to their significant other and be like hey look what i'm doing today and it's sort of it's supposed to be tantalizing but privately amongst you know intimates i never want a whole pick to keep it to yourself i don't know all right but hey that's just you some people do you know i know people are disgusted people are rotted i i don't know um i i also i don't know it seems like but why does it have to be bejeweled? Like, why does it have to be the, like, Glamazonian version of it? Like, I think that's, A, what a bitch to clean. Yeah. You're really doing yourself no favors. Terrible idea. Same kind of thing, like, when people pierce their taint, I'm like, you're going to die. That's going to get infected and you will die. <laughs> yeah. Even if you don't. Gross. Yeah, well, I just think you're gonna when i first read all this stuff on the list i kind of thought that leo was referring to the thing from jackass where steve-o gets his butt cheeks pierced together ks yeah steve that no one actually does that i know but it was the only butt jewelry that came to mind (laughs) i mean it took me looking at the cat to realize what he was actually talking about and then i was horrified yeah i i also i mean I'm waiting, you know how, you know, the 90s is having a, or the late 90s, early aughts is having a resurgence as of late. Yes. I'm waiting, you know, no one's going to give in to the low-rise jeans, but I saw someone wearing Jinkos today and I went, child, you don't even know. Um, But I'm wondering if the like, you know, vajazzle is going to come back for the ladies, but I feel like, no, 
Yeah, it might come back. I don't know. I was around some younger ladies the other night, but younger millennials who are still fans of the high-waisted jeans, and they were lamenting the return of the low-rise. So I think it is coming back. No one's buying that shit. No one wants it. I no don't know, man. I think th- I think that some of the younger folks they weren't they weren't around for round one, so they're not they're not they don't have an opinion on it yet, and they want to try it out for themselves. Ugh. Yeah, good fucking luck trying to wear a low low waisted hip slung pant, and then you know really feel bo- like the reason why people like had problems with eating and like body dysmorphia is because they were wearing like two inch rise denim yeah it's like with a zipper the size of my thumb you know like it's really hard not to have muffin top in those type of pants oh it's muffin it's whale tail it's all the things like and the whale tail i'm here for the muffin top not so much ladies keep it tight no one needs to see any of it though (laughs) no one no one more more closely no one wants to feel that. The feeling of a muffin top is, as a, you know, weight fluctuationist, the feeling of a muffin top is so disgusting. Like, you, you make yourself go, oh, what? What is that? Why is that spilling? Oh, why? Oh, man, I don't even remember the last time I didn't have a muffin top. So, you're talking to the wrong guy. I'm used to it. Mm. We have a little light spill, but we're not at full muffin, except in the front, which is like, no. But side muffin top, like, that's the part where you're like, what do we do with this? You you have to do so much work. You have to be D'Angelo in the How Does It Feel video, even as a woman, to not have muffin yes, top. Yes, yes, the D'Angelo zone, also known as cum gutters. Which, oh, I love a, who doesn't love a gutter? <laughs> oh. oh, impossible to achieve. We'd love to see it, but no, that, that period of the world, I'm like, no one is going to do that. And we also can't. So I don't know who's trying to make this happen, but it's like, oh yeah, just go to the gym, get, get your gutters in. It's like, what? No, there's a pandemic. There's a pandemonium. Well, the pandemic's over now. Didn't you see man in Texas? They rescinded their mask mandate and they opened everything 100%. Fuck Texas. Biden says all the vaccines are going to be here by May. It's over now. We don't have to worry about it anymore. Orange man gone. Everyone yeah. get their gutters. <laughs> get your shot. Get your gutters. That Actually, <laughs> yeah. you know what? You could actually get people to wear masks for just a little bit longer if you're like, do you want to get hot? Just wear them for two more months, and then you can get hot. <laughs> You'll be, you can be summer ready in two months. Just starve yourself, work out every day, and then get your vaccine, and then you can just ride into summer just like jacked as fuck. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not going to happen, so fuck that. Um, Starry Night in Legos. Did you see this? I didn't. Did you? Yes, it's apparently like the hardest Lego set because it's tiered and there's weird like joining of the thing to make the the Starry Night. Oh, it's an actual set that they sell? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I thought because sometimes people just make these one-off creations on their own, but no, you can buy Ooh, this. No, 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 no. Oh, I'll, I'll no, have to check it out. I mean, I don't know. That sounds kind of cool. I like Legos. What can I say? I mean, currently now taking reservations in New York City, the Van Gogh experience. So there's now going to be an Instagram pop-up museum of Van Gogh for selfie taking. 
I d- that's how you know the pandemic is over when it's like the museum of fuckery is back open. Yeah, and it's just a bunch of dumb projections. How do you take a good photograph in a projection? You don't. You're going to look like shit. You're going to just look like the projection. You're not in the fucking sunflower field or whatever the fuck. You're not amongst the haystacks or Monet. So I just fucked that up. However, point still stands. Stupid. What is the point of this? Can you explain the point of the immersive Van Gogh experience? It's exactly what you said. It's an area for people. It's a grift for people to pay money to go take selfies in a space. Um in this case, it's brill. It's a brilliant gif- grift because they uh, figured out how to do the most like low cost, low effort experience of all time. Hey, just rent any vacant warehouse and get five Epsons together, and boom, you can rent the projector. You yeah. rent the space. You charge twenty five dollars money, and I'm like, no one should do this. I hate it so much it's one of those things we've discussed in the past where it's it's a thing that people like to do because they like to wait in line so they'll have a nice experience of waiting in line to go into a thing made worse by the pandemic because you'll have to wait in more line oh extra line extra long line because six feet And you'll get to post about how excited you are to go to the thing that is just there for you to post about and then you'll get inside and you'll take three or four pictures and then you'll go get ice cream and brunch and you'll go to the Museum of Optical Illusions afterwards. <laughs> you know. And they're illusions, Not at Michael. least, yeah. Um, well, what a whore does for money. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's all the Van yeah, Gogh I, experience I, I thing know. is. I, I was getting Instagram ads for it, and I resented it. Yeah, I was like, why Why am I getting these? I, I know better. Why are you Why are you trying to put this on my, my thing? Um, no, I, I just, I thought that was over. But that was a good harbinger of like where people are at. Uh, but it's mostly just a, a where people are at psychologically. Like I'm over it. I'm like, oh fuck, is brunch back? Brunch can't be back. I thought we. One of the good things was that brunch was dead. Oh no, dude! Brunch is back. It's back in a big way. We're bombing Syria. <sighs> We're not getting raid uh, wages raised. We're not getting health care. We're not getting shit. We're just going to brunch, baby. I. This is a sidebar, but I got my tax return before my fucking $1,400 that was promised to me in January, and I filed my taxes later. What the fuck? Yeah, that's effective government, don't you know? And I got it from federal. New York State, who the fuck knows when I'll get that? The federal government gave me my tax return with all my expenses, no questions asked, before I get this measly $1,400. Yeah, which you probably aren't even going to get. I'm going to get 12 cents. And I'm like, Papa is trying to buy an Eames recliner knockoff. I need the $1,400 because I need to just, you know, spend it in one mop and then done. Yeah, well, well. They're really hindering my lifestyle. Yeah, right you're now. still waiting. You're you're the perfect representation of uh, why conservatives are angry about this type of thing. I could pay my student loans, but get wrecked. <laughs> Anyway, what's our next... Again, I'd rather have things than less debt. Uh, next thing. Uh, astrology in art. Is there astrology in art? There must be. Uh, but not that I'm aware of. I, I mean, I don't look at art through an astrological lens. Um, I'm not interested in art that focuses on astrology. I'm trying to think of like... There must be classic art historical examples where astrology is involved, but 
I mean, the ceiling of the Grand Central Station is the only thing that I know. Maybe a Cy Twombly. Oh, yeah, probably some Cy Twombly's. Did you see that uh, the Twombly estate is suing uh, the Louvre? No, why? The Louvre remodeled the hallway that he did a ceiling mural in, and they fucked all the coloring. So, like, the whole idea was that the light would bounce off the white Carrera marble and then bounce into the the arch, and they, like, covered it with, like, a red brick, or, or not red brick, but, like, a, some kind of red stone. Oh, really? And now the whole thing is just dim and fucked. Oh, So no. they're like, you ruined the thing. We have to sue you now. Oh, wow. What What is the speculation of what's going to come of that? Because it seems like, you know what? They're basically like, take the shit down. What are you doing? Oh, okay. Take the drywall yeah, down. Yeah. Don't stop. What are you trying to do? And they're like, well, the whole idea of that the museum is a living thing. It has to change. It's like, you're putting spackle over sandpaper on marble the fuck are you doing so that's a thing that's happening in the mm. world because people are petty the french really don't give a shit about anything grand in the world they're just like oh, well i'm actually surprised that the french don't have more uh appropriate respect for you know a big grand masterpiece like the Cy twombly thing but they probably look at it and be like he lived in italy fuck him oh maybe which is a very french thing yeah. to do it, it does disturb me a little bit that even the louvre is subject to like fads in art discourse like the museum is a living thing or whatever of all places you would expect the louvre to be like no the museum is not a living thing the museum is for old things to come and stay you know they are also you know it's maybe akin to like you know when they put the imp pyramid they're like (gasps) oh right right how dare you do this i don't know how do you desecrate a lot and it's like oh fuck it who cares i mean yeah again taste uh art thoughts with a z which i'm assuming is the hennessy youngman yeah i would imagine that it is series i mean dude i was a huge fan of that when that came out we were in grad school when art thoughts debuted do you remember that that was like the one of the yeah that was like one of the first viral sensations i can remember on youtube especially art related yeah do you remember the discourse around it at all not no, really. No, we didn't no. talk about it because no. I, I just no. remember people like no looking at it and thinking it was cool and being like, "Yeah, it's funny." That was about the extent of the. That's discourse. something that. Yeah, but like that's something that now I'm sure people like would be like, "This thing is happening. We have to have a seminar about it." Now we're just like, at the time I was like, "That's funny shit." Yeah, he's right. It's funny. And you're like, it was funny. It was it was biting criticism on a couple of levels, like, um. You know, the Hennessy Youngman character was, like, basically supposed to be of a lower class that you wouldn't expect an artist to come from, you know. Um, And he just took, he was, like, one of the, it was, it was a good version of new institutional critique of, like, taking to, to task, like, over-commodification in art at the time, you know. Videos about Damien Hurst sucking and things like this. And with a Kuji sweater, what could be better? I mean, I, I don't know. Um, like, I feel like, I don't know. It's just like, oh, yes, you can do this in plain language. You can do criticism in plain language and it can't, it doesn't need to be Jerry's bunk ass. You know, like it can be contemporary in a different way. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know how they hold up. They're probably fine. 
I don't know. Yeah, are they still on YouTube? I actually haven't tried to look it Probably. up in forever. Mm. I remember like when they started to taper off, and then I just like didn't care anymore. Yeah, I don't think it lasted very long. I mean, in retrospect, I think... It was like a year. I think yeah. probably even less than a year, Hennessy Youngman was making those videos. Um, I was really disappointed when they ended, though, and when he just started his career under his real name as Jason Munson, and it turns out his like paintings and stuff are not very good. Well, Salon... Is it Salon 94 or Salon 95? Salon 94. That, they'll do that to people. They just suck the life out of it. And then just like, oh, just make me things to sell to rich people. And it's like, okay. Like, that that is the MO of that place. Is like, oh, you're kind of hot. Okay, can you just keep cranking it out? Because we got, we got some famous clients. Can you, uh, we need another one. And then there's no, the bite, like, you're fully defanged by Salon 94. Yeah, I know. It also didn't help that, in my opinion, his paintings didn't, they didn't have the same resonance or, like, I don't know, the same verve as the Hennessy Youngman character did. It seemed like he was making an effort to distance himself from that actively. But you take the Kooji sweater, you put it on a stretcher, it's a commodity, bing, bang, boom, done. You can just go to a thrift store and crank them out. Again, you have to lessen your level of distinction in order to make make the money moves for people. It's like, yeah, that'll take the, that'll take the piss out of yourself, right. which in not a good way, in not a fun yeah, way. Yeah. Let's just say it is interesting imagining what it would be like now if those videos came out today, and they were as popular oh, be... as they were. I, th- I think people would be really mad at him. Yeah, I, I'm kind of wondering, like, do they hold up? I'm like, I don't know. I feel like people would be like, that's such a sexist. Re- <laughs> no, it was just stupidly funny because no one had said it before and now we have meme accounts that do stupid shit like you know this what you're time. right it's it was more like a meme account but back then that wasn't a thing yes uh one piece of advice for mfa cucks about to re-enter the art world re-enter what do you mean re-enter <laughs> yeah that's that's right what do you mean re-enter what um this question i don't understand if only because i'm like no you, you're not even at the table. You're not re-entering well, shit. Well, yeah, exactly. You're just not at the table. I think that's exactly the right take, Will. It's like, especially coming from you and I, like, what would we know about it? We went straight from school to school. So I didn't have any real life before I went to grad school. It was just a continuation of academia for me. And then you exit and you yeah, realize that world. you're not even in, you're not even in the art world per se. You're just in life now. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know, like, what is the real world now? I mean, I don't know. You, you don't have to be polite. You can start getting real, but also, no, uh, I don't, I don't know. Are you in debt? Do you need to get a full-time job? Well, guess what? Everything's going to take three times as long to do anything. Um, so good luck. Find the cheapest studio. I don't know. Um, work out of your house if you have to. Like, I, I truly don't know because it's like, uh, if you if your entire life has been put on if you like were working and you know had doing other things and then you did that bless you for the self-realization that you're like i need to take this break for those of us who never did that who just like were like oh fuck real life, son of a bitch like you just have to figure out how to live first and then figure out like the art of it all you really don't anyone who's like you need to get a studio right away is so out of touch and can go fuck themselves. Um, 
Because do you remember the story of Matthew Day Jackson like taking out a shitload of loan, like taking out a bunch of yeah, loans? Yeah, yeah. Like, got a giant studio in Williamsburg Will, just on the off When Will and I were in grad school, there was a notorious lecture given by Matthew Day Jackson where not only did he tell the story about needing to get a studio right away, he was advocating for maxing out all of your credit cards all the time to just pay for your materials and like uh, go to town making your work, which you know i would not advise i think that. he like took out twenty five thousand yeah. dollars just to like live for we, six we months got a like... lot of bad advice in grad school around 2010 2011 oh. because we were living Ooh. in the we oh. were living in the aftermath of the financial crisis where like many of the prominent young artists at the time had graduated from their NF- mfas in the early 2000s when the money was just flowing and things like that were possible flowing but they weren't at the you know they weren't on their upswing they were able to jump in in the low of 2008 and get their shit together for two or three years well sm- on the well, low maybe end. but many of them were came to prominence before the financial crisis when the money was at maximum you know and doing something like yeah a new york was still cheap ish and cheaper than it was for us and um there were so many galleries and so many opportunities and and still relatively few artists that doing something like maxing out all of your credit cards and just going for broke like could actually pay off if you were a sociopath also like yeah. that just was a de- demonstrative of i'm taking out 25,000 i'm serious and it's like you can be serious and care like well no let me t- let me walk this back you can care deeply but also know that the world is not doesn't owe you shit there are people who, you know, in the case of Matthew Dejax, I don't know what his upbringing is. I also don't care. Like, there's a certain level of expectation that the world owes you something for making stupid shit. Where is his career now? Who cares? Right. Does he matter now? I don't know. It's probably some trinket that gets sold, but, like, not part of the discourse because it's just douchebaggery. Like, he might as well be, like, a fucking, like, Patagonia vest day trader douchebag. Like... That's the same kind of, like, bet that we're talking about. Of Like, oh, I took a bunch of money that wasn't mine. Like, don't do that. Don't be that asshole. Like, um, who, uh, Peter, do you know who Peter Beard is? No. I think it's Peter Beard. I don't know. Um, guy, American guy was around all the, was around in the 60s and the 70s, but then fucked off to France, um, make sure that it's actually peter beard just on the thing of like i don't need to like hustle like full rejection of like the hustle culture and just like started you know scaling everything down and just doing these little like literally like paintings that are two by three three by five um let me just make sure that that's james bishop not peter beard sorry james bishop um so like doing these big abstractions in the 70s in the, in, no, in the 50s, sorry, late 50s, early 60s, and then went to France, fucked off, was like, I do things that are little because I want to be able to push what I do by myself, undistracted by the fuckery of, you know, careerism that, like, Kelly and other minimal people did. Sure. And Martin, you know. Like, didn't want to play the game and was like, I just want to do it. It was still, like, important, but was not grand. And you don't have to, like... I think the only advice I will say is, do you need to be grand? What part, what will satisfy your ego? That's a strange question to ask. If only because 
what are you comfortable with? Are you com- do you want power in the Jeff Koonzine sense? Do you want money? They usually are tied, but power is a little more attractive. You can be a little poor and be powerful. Like, what do you want? Or do you want, like, fulfillment and psychological satisfaction? Like, do you want to actually get at, like, figure anything out about the world? That's not necessarily going to be monetarily valuable. It could. It could. You could be Jasper Johns, me, a fucking genius. I don't know. But you're probably not. Mm. You have to be comfortable with not being that. That's really good advice. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's going to gas you up and be like, yeah, you can be important. It's like, fuck off, Stephen Westfall. Like, no, right. no, this is trash. Like, I'm making trash. Like, just tell, just be like, eh, you're doing something interesting. But like, eh, you'll figure it out. You won't. Mm-hmm. And from a practical perspective, all that really means is go easy on yourself as you exit. You know, you're probably not going to have a studio for a while. That's fine. It's probably going to take you a while to get your bearings job wise. That's fine. Um, and also just realize that like, if you want to be an artist that just makes art and doesn't do anything else, that that has a lot more to do with, uh, hustling and bureaucracy and socializing than it does with making art. So in terms of, Oh yeah, you're going to make shit if you do. all. So in terms of what you prioritize, you know, it really depends. Yeah. You can also make bad work and do none of that either. Like, I don't know, like, right. You could also... Make really good work, but not be buzzed about. You could, you know, fuck off to, you know, the Dakotas and be the best, you know, South Dakota artist there ever was. Some people like that. Some people like being medium fish in small ponds. Right. That's also fine. Like, again, but that's usually related to power. Like, you want some kind of power over something. And then if you can't wield it here, here being New York, like, that's fine. Like, I'm fully fine being powerless in New York. Right. Am I a bitch in New York? Yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> moving along. Uh, discontent with museums. Are you discontented with museums? I love museums. I don't know what the fuck. I, I don't know. Well, we touched on it a little earlier. I don't like the trend in museums where they're trying to not be museums. The idea of the museum is a, is a living thing. It has to change all the time. Like, no, that's not what a museum is. A museum should I mean, be kind of bring old Bring out and the storage, stuffy. gimme, gimme, gimme. Oh, sure. But people are just, you know, people do that because it's COVID and they can't do traveling shows, you know. I think that's happening a lot. Yeah, I think that's okay. I'm like, yeah. That's that fine, but that's storage. not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is like, um, I don't know. I think museums try to try to turn themselves into like, into the spectacle like the Van Gogh projections a lot of the time making decisions for want of likes and clicks, um, making decisions for want of acceptance by like a really convoluted academic discourse that has no contact with reality, um, not doing their job of preserving cult- cultural heritage, but feeling like they need to move with the flow of the current moment all the time. All of those things are bad. Those are my discontents with museums. When museums just do what they do, which is, hey, here's a bunch of old paintings we collected, mostly by old white men. Just deal with it. Speaking of, the Frick is reopening, and I want to go yeah. to there. Um, no, I think like what this this statement is saying is like a lot of the like taking the rightfully taking the piss out of museums for how they treat their staff and how they treat people of color. Oh, which, uh, interesting. You know. Okay, 
I think I think that might be it, but I don't know. Because when I read that, I think of the Grief and Groovin show at the New Museum, which is... Uh, oh, fuck. What's his name? Uh, Oakley and Weezer's last show before he died. Okay. I don't know who that is. So it's a... Oh, he curator curated a lot of biennales um african curator um but then curated the show that's very heavily black when the new museum boarded up their storefront in june and wouldn't let you know wouldn't allow the lobby to be used as a safe space or even like hey you gotta pee can i at least pee and they're like no we have to board like we have to board up and then we're gonna wheat paste some pictures it's like yeah, you're downtown. You're like, oh, I don't know. Expensive things are here. Like, if you think about like what a museum is, what you're describing as like just you know, the eternal holding cell for things of aesthetic value. Yes, I mean that's kind of what they always have been. Um, it's what you do with them that is the question. So like, I think from where we come from, where the CMAs line is for all the people forever what is it for all the people what is it it's something like for all the people forever or whatever i don't remember the line hold on i'm look i'm literally looking at looking it up because it bothers me that i can't think of it um god their website is so bad that's some ohio shit right there is what it is jesus fucking christ um about about the museum about the mu- i don't give a shit mission for the benefit of all the people forever yeah that's a great mission statement for a museum yeah for a free museum you never have to pay you pay for a traveling exhibition because who fucking cares fine you want you you know you want the white truffle on your fries great but the fries are free forever i'm like yeah great like when you think about like it takes 30 dollars to go to the guggenheim the guggenheim takes 30 minutes to walk through right I'm paying a dollar a minute to walk through this, and I've seen half of this place before. So I'm just paying for a special exhibition on the shitty walls of the rotunda. I want it for free. Give it to me for free. Like, the Met is free. You know, it's a dollar, but throw throw a penny. They don't care. That's fine. Like, and I think that shares the same philosophy of, like, for the benefit of of the people, uh, unless we sell it first that's the problem they have um but encyclopedic museums like that should be always free like it's just hi this is a space the things are here culture the history of culture is here and no one has to pay you can just take it in how you want to when you think about how the why am i talking so much when you think about like when people criticize like how uh the functions of the museum like offering uh the spaces up for i'm like i don't know that's not really what it's for i wouldn't ask the met to be like well you need to be a you know a safe space like homeless people can come in and sit i'm like yeah that's fine but also like what's its job i don't know what its job is like i well i know what i can perceive what i need it to work for me for but I'm a white dude, like I, fairly privileged white dude. Like, I don't know. I want it to work for me in this way. I know that teachers need it to work for them in certain ways when they bring classes around. Like it should be able to service as much as many people as possible. But like, 
I don't need it to be a hub. And I think museums that are like, we need to be a hub for culture. That's not your job. Right. Yeah. You know, I always analogize these type of things to when Michael Jordan tried to play baseball. It's like you can be really well modeled at doing one thing and do it beautifully. And I think museums as sort of uh, bastions and holding cells for things of the past, that is the model. That is what they are good at doing and should be optimized to do. They shouldn't try and play baseball, too, and soccer and curling and hockey. You know, so this museum as hub idea where you can act as like a community center, essentially, um, really waters down the whole enterprise in my mind and lacks a lot of focus. I don't think you're going to serve your community well by doing too many things. You can serve it well by doing the one thing that you're there for, which is basically to archive cultural history thoroughly. Yeah. And like, I like when like, you know, the Met has like the little the children's area where it's like, this is the teaching portion. It's like, cause that's what ultimately it's there to do as an adult. You're supposed to teach yourself. A lot of people can't do that, but like it's there to learn from and to take in, you know, it's, it's, you know, a choose your own adventure of history. Yeah. Via stuff. Um, do I want concerts to be there? No, I don't need it. Like, you know, the CMA's, like, solstice party, I'm always like, what the fuck is this for? It's like, I love to drink in a museum. Don't get me wrong. Love it all good goddamn day. You give me a cocktail and you say, walk around the galleries, I'm like, fuck yeah. But then that becomes self-selective. So do I need it? No. I'd like it. But that's also just, like, pandering to a certain aspect of my personality. Do I want the Met to have be fairly silent except for the murmur of voices and then maybe a tour guide and nothing else? Yeah. Like in the in Christmas time when they're like, We're having the the strings to do Christmas I'm like, fuck you. Who cares? <laughs> right. Even the like the costume the costume institute Met Gal, I'm like, that's just you want the money from that. Well, we know what the, that's just a fundraiser. Like, yeah, that's what a lot of these things are. I was going to say that there's a lot of difference between just holding these sort of special events every once in a while, basically to raise money, and then treating every day or every exhibition as if it's a special event with a different purpose. Yeah, I, I don't. Know. I mean, yeah. and as far as like how museums treat their staff and stuff, it's like it's not the best in the world. I mean, the the new museum holding. Um, or rather attaining like specific law firms that are anti-union in order to like, you know, bust up their art handlers or whatever. I'm not supportive of those things, but also all of these like cancel art galleries and cancel museum accounts that are basically complaining about the treatment of underprivileged people at museums. A lot of it's overblown. A lot of it is outright false. Um, Look, Art well, is an, you, is an elitist a institution. I don't think that that's a good thing necessarily, uh, but it is the reality of it. And having strict hierarchies at a place that is strictly hierarchical doesn't seem out of step to me. At the new museum, there are less people on staff through the entire museum than that are on staff at one site of Gagosian. At any one site of Gagosian's empire. 
all that quibbling and all that kind of shit means that it's a dysfunction. It's probably just a dysfunctional workplace, but they have 85 people who work there total. Yeah, probably less. Which is insane that you manage it so badly that the schisms run so deep. That just means that it's just run bad. Like, as a small business, which is what it is at this point, you're just running it bad. Yeah. Like, I've run businesses with 150 people. We good. Like, it's not... Like, when you have class and aspirational when people who are in positions of power who feel like they're so above the day-to-day you're gonna run into that because they're so disinterested in you know a security guard like did the what's her name who runs the who's the head of the new museum did she know your name no that's fucked yeah no way again less than a hundred people and she don't know your name because she don't care that's just oh that's operations i don't i don't we don't we don't know them. No, we don't we don't we don't associate with them. It's like no, you're incredibly insane if you think that you can run a business that way. You're so fucked. So Yeah, so yeah. I, I I agree with all this. I would just I would just add that like just because the workplace is dysfunctional does not mean that the mission statement of the entire institution should be impacted by the dysfunctional nature on the ground. Like well, the people you who know, are if, supposed if to, you were, you know, embody it should it embody. Oh, they it, should. They absolutely enforce aspects of it that they like. They should, and they do not, and that is a huge problem. But like, if you were running an actual business that wasn't a nonprofit, you would never change the mission statement of a shoe store because it was being run poorly. The goal is still to sell shoes. Let's just say the the cashmere because that's the bigger. Sure. Don't implicate me <laughs> right now. In my current role. And at a museum, your goal is still to preserve culture and, like, leave it there for the future. You should not change your entire mission statement because you have a bunch of shitheads running the place. You should work to change their mentality and, you know, better support your disenfranchised labor force. But that has nothing to do with the mission of the place on its face. No, the mission stays the same. It's just a matter of embodying it throughout how you, like, it can't. The reality is is that you can't separate the mission of how you treat the art from how you treat the people. It should be a holistic thing of how we operate. We operate and care for the art. And everyone who is there, again, even guards who are just just standing around, the scare quotes are in effect, like are still there because they're like, no, I don't want anyone falling into this shit if someone scratches that. Like, A, that's my ass. And B, like, fuck you. Why are you doing that? Do you know how to act? Like... Everyone actually does care about what the thing is. Even if they're like, I care about my paycheck, they're still like, don't fuck up the art. I'm fucked if you do that. Like, what are you doing? Like, everyone's on board. So don't treat people like shit. That's an art world problem. That You know, everyone's on board, but people get treated like shit. Yeah. As if people are like, I don't know. I just want the check. It's like, yeah, but also, no. Uh, last one is Green and Lewis a parlor account. No. Do you know, is there any significant difference between... Parlor's gone, so, like, no. Well, is it gone? I, I think it know. still exists, and I think they brought it back to the app stores after, like, initially... <laughs> <laughs> uh, let the cackle fade. Anyway, I go think ahead. they brought it back after initially, like, uh, taking it off all the stores or whatever. 
the the only reason I would have no interest in doing that is just it just seems that parlor is a poison pill at this point. Like, n- no matter what the intention of that app was to begin with, now it's just a place for QAnon, which is automatically going to make it not as interesting as it sounds. So no, like that's not on again. That's not on brand. That a parlor account sounds like a lot of engagement. And what it what is the brand of Green and Lewis if not? Well, what I think would be kind of funny is if you ran the Twitter account and never posted, and I ran the Parlor account and posted all the time problematically. Uh, <laughs> I should start a no. Green and Lewis Parlor account and just interact with the QAnon people and catfish them. I mean, that could be really good, like, reportage. <laughs> like, this could be, like, a reporting podcast of, y'all Y'all see this shit yet? Oh, get ready. You know, those Jewish lasers are causing all the wildfires. It's like, what? Uh, you know, it, unfortunately, I just don't have a lot of time in my life right now for a new app. I, I did get Clubhouse. This was like two weeks ago already, and we never talked about it. Oh. Um, but, you know, I don't, get, I don't get it. I don't have time for Clubhouse, <laughs> you know? Like, I, I've been in a couple of rooms, and it is basically what you said. It's just like live podcasts. And it's kind of fun to, like, be in a room for a second and, you know listen to D-list celebrities talk to each other. Um, but if you're not on it constantly, you're not going to get to hear the people that you want to hear. And if you are on it constantly and you get to hear them, you have to jump into the middle of a conversation that you're not participating in. You know, it's it's not that great. It's just live podcasts. You were right. It sounds like showing up to a lecture or showing up to like a, you know showing up to a, a talk in the middle of it and yep. being like, where are they at? What are we exactly. doing? That's exactly like, what sorry, it's lunch, like. Lunch ran late. I don't know. That's exactly what it's like. But then you feel like you have to ask a question to get the attention. And you're like, you're a dick. Don't do that. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what it's like. Like, yeah. Stereo does that where they're like, people are like, yeah, we're going live in like 20. And it's like, who the fuck cares? I'm seeing this on an Instagram story. 36, not 30, you know, four hours later what am i gonna do swipe up and be like oh they're gone already like who cares like not everyone is always on their phone and not always i mean it it's basically designed so that way all the work from home crowd can just like jump on so if you see a notification you can be like yeah i'll do that it's like not everybody fucking lives that way and also no one wants to hear your shit if they live that way like do something that people can listen to at their leisure why does everyone have to go live did we not learn from April of last year that no one wants to watch your Instagram live? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You didn't learn that lesson uh, because you tried it once and then you were like, oh, wow. Hi. Hey, good to see you. Yeah. Thanks for. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah. So I just want to talk to you guys about like uh, acne tots and like they're really changing my life and like, oh, wow. Thanks for the hearts. Oh, good to see you, Christian. Yeah. No one cares. Yes, it exists solely for media people that have time to do this. It's for media people to interact with e- with each other, which is what Twitter is already for. Get a Slack channel. You don't need another fucking It's app. voice Slack, so, yeah. That's the two cents on Clubhouse. Which I think you can do in Slack and just send voice messages and just be like, I'm not fucking typing. Yeah, but Most here of those you people are already yeah, in Zoom. These are just people that already have an audience that just want to do it that way. I don't know. An audience of what? For it's, what? It's not very interesting. I, I feel like I feel like the concept of what an audience is has been so diffused in the last we can say year that like 
you know, I have an audience for this. It's like, you got 12 people. Hi, welcome to Green and Loose, or 200 <laughs> listeners. Thank you so much. What, you know, like, but like when it's 15, who fucking cares if you're live or talking about anything? Like, you want people to eavesdrop on your conversation? I don't care. Like, figure out if what you're saying is useful. Not that this is. Just a caveat. However, don't don't jerk yourself off and, you know, say that you found, like, the Philosopher's Stone. Like, I, you didn't make gold. And then promote it like, this is so cool. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I mean, again, it's just for media people to act like they found the Philosopher's Stone and <laughs> promote it to each other. Yeah, that app has, like three more months of usefulness and then people are like no we're back to sitting at bars and uh gossiping yeah yeah and no one has to hear hopefully us. you know once once the world opens up it's just basically just like yeah we're not gossiping in public anymore it's like you still use twitter so you're doing it anyway so all right that's the end of the list do we have anything else to uh tackle in the hour 25 yeah, no, this has gone this has gone too long this is long this has gone this has gone this off has the rails gone on too long all right, follow the Twitter. I, I, I followed two people out of three back, so that's a high hit rate. Oh, that's nice. What was wrong with the third person? If I know... I didn't know them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know you. I mean, thank you for listening, but I don't know you, so I'm not going to follow you. You don't, you, don't, you don't interact. You don't really engage, so like, I don't really owe you a follow. So until you engage by, via t- direct messaging um, and providing me lists, I don't actually have to follow you back. Is that bad? Okay, we're done here. <laughs> uh, give us money on uh, Patreon, please. Um, you know, some people have to buy. Uh, what's the book? We also didn't talk about <laughs> Virtue Hoarders. Yeah, we yeah, did a whole yeah, after show book, about you know? Virtue Hoarders for anybody that's interested. I did a exegesis on what I could exegesis. Exegesis. <laughs> I pray to exegesis that today I will be saved. Uh, did a full ex- exegesis on what I could remember from fucking yeah. virtue hoarders. Good luck. All right. We're done All now. All right. Be done. Bye. Bye.